Hawaii could become the first state in our nation to enter gun owners into an FBI database. And that being doing that, it would automatically notify police if any resident of the islands of Hawaii is arrested anywhere else in the country. Now, I know, first of all, people who are, hey, we want to help the police and we want to have gun control measures. We're not trying to take away your guns. Nobody's taking away your guns. And if you're not going to have universal background checks, you got to give law enforcement a hand. It's, you know, if I moved to Hawaii and I had a gun and used it in a crime in California and they know that in California, they don't know it in Hawaii. And I go and get a new gun and I go to register that gun or re-register an old gun that I had. You know, there's, there's just no way to know that I'm a bad guy with a gun. And the reason I say that is even on TV when I debate people, people will say, last week I debated a guy that has an, an NRA talk show. That's how much there is talk about guns, that he could do a talk show on gun issues every day, <laughs> 52 weeks a year. Um, anyway, when I was debating him, you know, he was talking, you know, we, you know, we want to keep the, you don't want to keep the good people from having guns. You want to get the bad people from having guns. Well, we know sometimes the bad person has a mental illness. We also know sometimes bad people have a fit of rage, but there are also bad people out there who are bad people. They are criminals. And that is something they continue to do. They continue to commit crimes and maybe commit crimes with guns and maybe even that same gun. Shouldn't the police be aware of that? Now, there are those that are out there on the right that have the NRA tattooed on their buttocks that would say, they're trying to take away my guns because if they have me in a federal database, they know who I am. They know where I live. They're coming to get me. I saw something funny on Facebook the other day. And it had, you know, it had every single Democratic president, you know, listed that was pro-gun. And it's like, like Kennedy's coming to take our guns, crossed out. Linda B. Johnson coming to take our guns, crossed out. Jimmy Carter's coming to take our guns, crossed out. It just crosses out all the presidents that came and took your guns you thought would, never did. There's also something on Facebook that was funny that had, um, here is a picture of all the guns. Here is a room at the White House and a picture of all the guns that Barack Obama in Washington has confiscated. And it shows an empty room. Because the president in this administration, and no administration, by the way, haven't confiscated one. But by the way, Legally, it is law enforcement's legal right and obligation, in a sense, to the public to take your gun if you have committed a crime with it or even prior. Because if you're a convicted felon, you're not supposed to have that gun. One of the problems of being such a wonderfully large nation with 50 states is interstate background checks and things like that. That's been a problem in the past. Hell, it's been a problem with serial killers in the past. And then we have what? National databases that make it easier. DNA for serial killers or rapists. So why is this so bad? Now, by the way, this is not a database that they're setting up for this. This is a database that already exists. It's called the Wrapback Database. And in the United States, people that are normally in positions of trust, such as school teachers or bus drivers, are in that FBI criminal justice information system, okay? And Hawaii could be the first state to add gun owners. 
Here is some of what those who are, have guns and feel that their right, rights would be violated say. I don't like the idea of us being entered into a database. It basically tells it that they know where the guns are. They can go grab them. We get the feeling that Big Brother is watching us. Let me tell you something. When you register, when you apply for gun registration, okay, when you do apply for that background check, the government knows everything about you already. Because on that form that you fill out, you give all that information, your name, where you live. Now, I know somebody might say, well, yes, Leslie, they destroy that after six months. Yes, they do. Which is why we need something like this. Because in the first six months of your gun ownership, if you don't go postal, what does that say about the months or years that follow? Or maybe if you skip state to state to state. Why doesn't Hawaii, by the way, Hawaii does have the right to set, as any state does, its own gun control measures. For example, if California bans the AK-47, that doesn't mean that Kansas does. And by the way, you gun owners are mostly conservatives, and conservatives love state-controlled decisions. You hate the federal government. But why is it okay? If you don't like Big Brother watching, why is Big Brother only at a federal level? If you apply for a hunting license, you are entered into a database. If you apply for a fishing or hunting license, you're applied into a database. If you apply for a driver's license and have a driver's license, guess what, folks? You are in a database. That's when a cop pulls you over and he pulls your license, takes your license of registration. He can pull you up what? In his mobile database. By the way, if you get married or divorced, have a kid, die, (laughs) you're in a database. So why not, if you register your gun, be in a database? Why? If you have, again, nothing to hide, why? Are are you really that paranoid that you need to have the gun because you fear ISIS is coming for you and your family's heads any minute and the government's coming for your guns? And in addition to that, you're so damn scared. Let me explain something. If there's no database, then how come we know where some people in New York live because they put it on the front page of a paper for those that are gun owners? Because it's in a database somewhere. Oh, but that's on a state level. So why the hell would it be okay? Why the hell is it okay for Hawaii to have in their state database all this information on its citizens, but not the ability to protect its citizens and help its law enforcement by having access nationally on that individual? They have 20 cases just last year where people were killed 20 cases by guns that were used or people that had used guns in a crime in other states. And they had no way to track it. So they're tr- what are they trying to do? They're trying to stop that number, reduce that number going forward. They're trying to protect their citizens. Now, supporters of the law would make Hawaii, they say, a, a, not only a, a leader in safe gun laws, okay, um, but this bill is groundbreaking. And there are no other states, by the way, introducing similar measures. Senator Willis Sparrow is going to introduce the bill. And the Honolulu Police Department said Hawaii could serve as a model for other states if it becomes the first to enact the law. So for all of you that are on the side of the police, all of you that think everybody in Ferguson and Baltimore are bad and you're on the cop side, cops in Honolulu and Hawaii want this. Other gun owners say you should not have to be entered into a database to practice a constitutional right. Okay, you're curtailing that right by requiring that a name be entered into a database without doing anything wrong. Again, 
if you get married, your name's in a database. Legal experts say the bill could face legal challenges, but guess what? Legal experts also say this bill probably would hold up in court. If you look at the recent Supreme Court rulings, these rulings have clarified the state's ability to regulate gun sales, ownership, and registration. And that is a fact. The bill will undergo a legal review process by departments that includes the attorney general's office that supported the bill, by the way, before the governor of Hawaii decides if he signs it into law. And the cost to enter the names of the database, this gets people more up in arms. Well, it's going to be covered by you, the gun owner. Yep, You're going to have a fee. You're going to have a fee to pay for your name to be in that federal database. Don't you just love it? Uh, even though other states don't enter gun owners in the database, Honolulu Police Department Major Richard Robinson said, it will still benefit Hawaii police. Now, he said right now, Hawaii gun owners undergo a background check only when they register a gun. So police have no way to know if they're disqualified from owning a gun in the future unless they try to register a new firearm. So he says what happens is they're discovering things by accident. And by the way, he helped draft this bill. They happen to come register another firearm. They, we run a background check. And then we find out they're a prohibited person. And he, he said this is happening, you know, multiple times every year. Um, some gun owners fear the government would know exactly who they are and where they keep their firearms. You don't think they know that already? <laughs> where, where do you think the information on registration or background check is held? And you think there's no background to the background check database? Please! Can't you retrieve erased emails? Just ask Hillary. So let me ask you this. Hawaii could become the first state in the U.S. to enter gun owners into an FBI database that will automatically notify police if an island resident is arrested anywhere else in the country. Is this a good idea? Yes or no? Why or why not? 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Could this be a groundbreaking maneuver in the quest for comprehensive gun reform? Would this, combined with the universal background check, significantly help to lower gun crime in America? 8886-LESLIE. And by the way, since we don't have universal background checks, does this help people, in law enforcement especially, keep us safer until we get that? 8886-LESLIE. If we get that. 8886-LESLIE. 888-653-7543. And should this type of legislation be implemented in all 50 states? 8886-LESLIE. And is it more likely if Hawaii does this and becomes the first? 888-653-7543. Now, those against this legislation say gun owners shouldn't have to be entered into a database to practice a constitutional right. Don't we all have to be entered into a database to drive a car? Oh, by the way, if you become a citizen. Oh, by the way, if you're born in this country. If you're not a sketchy individual, what's there to worry about? We all have to take our shoes off at the airport. I know unless you have what? TSA pass, right? You can go in the the TSA pre-approved line. And by the way, even then, they can put you aside, take your damn shoes off. And by the way, what did you have to do? You had to register in a federal database with the TSA and Homeland Security in order to go in that line. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Now, if guns weren't something that could be used to kill other people, then maybe this could be considered overreach. But guns kill. Guns were created to destroy whether a target, an animal, or human life. They kill an average of 12,000 Americans every year in this nation. So why shouldn't we register every person that decides to own a gun? Hell, I had to wait nine months in Los Angeles County for a permit to dig the pool in my backyard. 
888-6LESLIE. Not that I get to use it. Sunny Southern California has not been that. Are you a gun owner? Are you willing to be entered into a federal database after purchasing a firearm? I think it's a no-brainer. Do you? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, if people are that worried about Big Brother watching them, why can't Congress enact laws or add stipulations that protect individuals from government overreach in these situations? Then that would be a healthy compromise, wouldn't it? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And if this policy was in place, could it have prevented some of our mass shootings last year? What if there was universal background checks on all gun purchases? 888-6LESLIE. And what are people so afraid of being entered in a federal database? You're probably already entered in there now. Your information's in some sort of federal database every time you swipe your credit card at Target, the supermarket, Rite Aid, CVS. Come on. And by the way, CVS and those places, got that, that's what kind of medication you're getting. People know if you're taking medication for depression. Pharmaceuticals probably sell your information, right? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Not trying to be a conspiracy theorist or say we're living in a George Orwell 1984, but folks, there's some reality here. I mean... If I can watch your house on Google Earth, what do you think the government can do with their sophisticated equipment? And lastly, some local gun owners say the law confirms that fear their fear that the government would know exactly who and where the people are and where they keep the firearms. I mean, how? I mean, are they going to keep tracking devices on the guns? I mean, that's a good idea. No, no, no one's coming after your guns. We're law enforcement in Hawaii and the politicians in Hawaii are trying to protect their citizens. And as a mom... And a citizen, not in Hawaii, but here in Cali. I want that. We'll be back. We are back on Leslie Marshall. Hawaii says, look, we are introducing legislation co-written by police along with politicians uh, that they feel will help law enforcement. That if you go to register a gun and, um, you know, they're going to enter you into an FBI, FBI national database. Well, this has some NRA card-holding, gun-owning members up in arms, feeling it violates the Second Amendment rights. You might feel that way. And the government will come for their guns. We'll know where they live. We know their guns are. And the cops are going, chill. We just want to be able to know if this person or this gun has been used, in, you know, for, to, to, in the process of a crime in the past. Because they've had issues 20 issues this past year, and they want to keep their citizens safer. So let's take your calls, good or bad idea. How do you, as a gun owner, reconcile with this? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Let's go to Michael in the Bronx, line one. Michael, thanks for listening. What's your take on this? Hi, Leslie. As far as the idea, it's not a good idea. It's a damn excellent idea. And the reason being is, and we go back to the hypocrisy of the right-wingers, that they were too stubborn and thick-headed to realize that such a law could protect them and benefit them. As you have pointed out, if I heard you correctly, if your gun is registered, heaven forbid if someone steals that gun, just like you have a situation with stolen cars, if the police comes across it and you're in possession of a stolen car, you're, getting, you're going to get arrested. And likewise, you should get arrested and even be probed if you're in possession of a stolen gun. So, well, this is a, this is another this is another thing. Okay, I've mentioned before that my husband's family's Muslim, and he's a physician. He's American born, but he has one of those foreign-looking Arab Muslim names. There are times mm-hmm. there are times we have been pulled over traveling together. One time was we went to Montreal a few years ago on Labor Day weekend for his birthday, 
And um, we were coming back. And honestly, I used points. We were flying first class. It was my gift to him. Stayed in a nice hotel, traveled first class. And just a couple of days, the two of us, romantic getaway without the kids. And we were, you know, flying back. And they pulled us out of line. And, and I was getting very annoyed. My husband was completely chilled. And I said, how can you be so chilled? And he said, because I know why they're pulling me over, you know, pulling me aside. And I said, but it's racial profiling. He goes, I know, but they're just trying to keep us safe and I have nothing to hide. Now, he's the one with the name. I'm just traveling with them. And and I'm the one going, we're going to miss our damn flight, blah, blah, blah. And of course, and I'm not bad. I don't go, I'm on TV. Although some people might say, aren't you on TV? And I'm like, yes. And then we do get pushed through faster. Um, but wow. I, I'm just saying that. And, and, and this is another thing. I mean – you know, it's it's annoying, you know, when, you know, my kid my kids sneak in their juice bottle into their luggage and they pull us over. But I know I know I don't have a bomb or any bomb making, you know, things. So maybe it delays me a little. Maybe it's embarrassing and inconvenience. But at the end of the day, I'm just part I'm one of the many ants or worker bees in this whole chain of life. And I haven't I know I haven't done anything wrong. So it's it's just part of the process. But it goes much deeper than that, Leslie. For one thing, everybody knows, and this the hypocrisy the right-wingers, they sure as heck don't have any problem if there's a convicted sex offender. Not only is the person has a convicted record, but he also has to be registered as a sex offender. They don't have any problems with that, but it's a real serious um, part of this whole thing. And I wish people would take the heart on this part, and that is that with the number of gun-related accidents, if you want to use the word accidents, in which children are involved, they're accidentally picking up the gun, they're shooting their loved ones, and they have no idea just what the hell they were doing, and it's because of irresponsible gun ownership. You know, if people are so afraid of the government coming to take your guns, they sure could come and take your guns on that particular aspect. Just like if they're abusive or neglectful parents, the government could very well come and take the children away from you. So you people got out there that's so much in love with your guns, you got to think about um, something real seriously, especially with these tragedies. Are you, would you rather lose your children, your own flesh and blood, would you rather keep them, or are you so in so much in love and you want to keep the damn guns that created this problem in the first freaking place? Okay. And by the way, people should be happy. Nobody's saying banning this a certain weapon. They're simply saying we need to keep track. Of, we, You know what? All they're saying is if you're a bad guy with a gun, we want to stop you from getting another gun. Or from, you know, re-registering that other gun, or that, you know, that old gun. That's all. I mean, convicted felons are not allowed to have guns. And if somebody's committed a crime before, but that, it, 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 right, but if, 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 if you have committed a crime but you haven't been caught, you certainly, a crime with a gun especially, shouldn't have a gun. And I think everybody can agree to that. Is there anybody out there who owns a gun that feels if you've committed a crime with a gun that you should, get, you should have a gun? Anybody that opposes such common sense as what you're presenting, Leslie, and what we're discussing, I'm sorry, but to me that just shows me their true colors and what they're really all about and what's okay. coming, coming up their sleeve. I'm sorry. All right, Michael, thank you. From Michael to Mike in Arizona, Line 2, listening on KPHX. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Good afternoon. Good, and yourself? Good, thank you. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's every time this argument comes up, it's just such silliness. I mean, I just can't believe that people can actually believe that taking away somebody's right to own a weapon who is a law-abiding citizen or requiring him to register it is going to change a single thing. Criminals are never going to register guns. And what country in the world ever has just allowed people to own guns freely? They take them away every chance they get. And once they take them But they haven't done that here in the United States, despite all the gun control measures in various states. If you look at Connecticut or Massachusetts. That's true, but they certainly are trying every which way they can. I don't see, but see, I don't see that. Can you, can you show me proof of that? I don't see any evidence of your guns being taken away. Do I see certain guns recommended not being sold to the general public? Yes. Yes. Yes, they really. Do. When when has if the government come to your front door and tried to take your guns away, or maybe when you were you running for them in the parking lot at Target? When when was this happening? Yes, it happens every time you turn around, don't you? See, you you selectively read only. No, I'm own. asking you as a gun owner, could you give me and cite me one specific example where the government has come to take your gun? Yes, it. Ha- I mean, it happens if you if you get charged now. If you if there there are places where if you go into the hospital, you say you, you they ask you this insane question: uh, Do you fear for your life at home? Oh, if you do, then they send the police over. If you got a gun, they're going to take it. If you are wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you were at the, and let me tell you why. My husband's a, a trauma surgeon, so I know a bit about this. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, you ho- if you go to the if you go to the hospital, if you go to the hospital and you're seeking medical care, and you say you are fearing for your life, it is not unrelated. If a woman comes in and her face is all battered yeah. and bruised and she says she fears for her life, they're not going to the house because of a gun. They're going to the house because there's a guy that just beat the crap out of her and needs to be arrested. Yeah, and, and maybe maybe she's just somebody who says this and she hasn't. And she's right, but the, poli- and- the police have a responsibility to check that out. And if they didn't check that out and he then is at home with the kids and kills all of her kids, what do you say then? Why didn't she call the police? Because she went to the hospital. Well, I go to the hospital. They ask me this question. There's nothing wrong with me. If, if I had fear for my life, I don't need to go to the hospital. I just call the police. Well, what are you in the hospital for? governmental forced intrusion into your life. Service- you go to the hospital for governmental forced intrusion into your life? What are you going to the hospital for? Come back and then they want to take the guns away from no, the service. No, sir, sir, so I'm sorry. That is not a standardized form in hospitals. If you go to the hospital and there's either a question of suicide uh, you know, mental illness, drug abuse, domestic violence, that's when, when you come in with such an injury. That's why I asked, what are you going to the hospital for? That question. Every one of my doctors, I go see a doctor, I get asked that silly question every single time. You're smoking crack. I, I, I want to talk to you. Give me your doctor's name. We'll call him right now. Everybody's concerned about children and guns. Give me one example. So when you go in, you go in for a prostate exam, before they stick your, their finger up your butt, they ask you, do you fear for your life at home? It's like, well, we can just take whatever we want. Use and we wonder guns. why those of us who don't own guns are afraid of those people who do. Criminals can just get guns anytime they want. Listen, just and keep listening. Just keep listening. Who works for the government? But how do you, how, why do you trust your fellow person in the government more than you trust your fellow citizen? I, I, tr- I don't trust. No offense, sir. I don't trust you, and I've never met you. You sound a little wacky to me. 
I don't trust you. I don't want you near me or my kids with a gun. I'll be very honest. You you sound like you need some medication. You need to chill out. You need to take a deep breath. You're very paranoid. You're very angry and afraid. The force of the government to control other people. You have to use force. And this, by the way, is a clear example of a Donald Trump supporter. This is why I fear for my nation. Yeah, this is why I fear for people who lunatics on you who simplify things, take advantage of naive people out there with irrational arguments, depriving people. I'm taking advantage of people with my rational arguments? You're a control freak, lady. Well, I'll admit that. I'll admit that. There's no law broken in that, sir. No, no, I'm a control freak. All right, I think I've had enough, guys. I might not get paid for babysitting. Let me guess, whoever he was married to left him. Am I right? Should we do Leslie Marshall Psychology 101? He has issues with women. He's angry. I bet you he doesn't work. He probably gets a check from the very government that he hates and is worried about. (laughs) I'm sorry. God, do I sound judgmental. What's wrong with me? Who am I hanging around? Anyway, we'll take a break. Mark, did you have any comment on that? (laughs) You know, that's exactly the type of person who I wish that their firearm was registered in a database. Because not that he doesn't have a First Amendment right to go off like that. Obviously, he does. It's an issue that people feel passionate about. But there's nothing in the, the Constitution or in the Second Amendment saying that you can't have a firearm registered in a federal database. Wait, I'm sorry. It's, it, the Second Amendment says for a well-regulated militia. Correct. So, so I the, mean, if the, they the really... founding forefathers wanted our militia to be regulated. If you consider yourself part of that militia, then you need to be regulated. Yeah. And, and, if and you the regulation don't, comes from go. the government. We'll exactly. Take, yeah, we'll take a break. We'll be back. Uh, with you and your calls right after this, 8886 888-653-7543. Your tweets, follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. I got an email to share as well. Don't go away. And we're back getting to those calls. Quick uh, email. Uh, this is from Kirk. He says, there is a time when almost every gun owner wants to register their guns, Leslie, when their gun is stolen. Imagine if we didn't register cars unless they were unless or until they were stolen. That's a good point. Uh, let's continue with the calls. 8886-LESLIE. We go to Pearl in Albuquerque, New Mexico, line one, listening on KABQ. Pearl, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Leslie. Um, I caught the tail end of your last caller, and I had a couple of comments. Um, first, the caller was talking about the um, screenings that they do at each of your visits. And the wording that he was using was a little off, but they do screen, at least in New Mexico, at every medical visit because they're attempting to um, give you safe haven if there are domestic violence issues. You know, so, might, by, the, by the way, by the way, I didn't, I didn't know that because I've been I've been to the hospital with my kids. I've been to the hospital with my kids, and they don't ask that here in California. I don't know if it's a state by state thing. Yeah, in New Mexico, they ask it every time, um, and they ask your partner or if you're with somebody, they usually ask them to step out of the room so you can answer. Um, well, uh, that I understand because, unfortunately, there are a lot of uh, women that are end up dead who are too afraid to say that something happened, especially the guy standing right there. Okay, okay, all right, all right. In his in his defense to that, but I I don't think but I don't think they ask you that because they want to go and take guns out of your house. I agree, and that would bring me to my second point, which was um, two years ago I had to go get a restraining order against my current or against my then husband. And he was armed. I reported what he had, and they let him keep his weapon. 
So I got a restraining order because I was afraid for my life. And he got to keep a pistol and a shotgun. Wow. Okay. So, so you have a yeah. restraining order because this guy could harm you. And they and even right. then they didn't take his weapons. And even then they didn't take his guns. Yep. Good, and what good does it, and you know what? A bullet can travel over that number of feet that the restraining it order can. keeps him away from you at, right? It can, yeah. And it was, a, it was a terrifying time period that year that I had the restraining order. I'm, so. I'm, t- I'm sorry that you had to go through that. I know that many people, <laughs> even though it's terrible, too, you get a restraining order. I've heard from many women and men. We had an employee of my husband's. Who had a st- we had a restraining order at the company from her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was not only afraid for her, but for our staff and for my husband for myself when I would go to his office and the restraining order doesn't give you much confidence. Does she help us? Doesn't help you to sleep better at night. That you're, you're absolutely correct. It, it, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yep. Any, so, any, any excellent points. Any, anything else? Um, Oh, Australia. I don't know if you've looked into gun control laws there, but they regulate guns the way um, we regulate cars. If you want a gun, you have to go through classes and they have varying levels depending on what you do to determine what kind of guns you can own. It's actually a pretty impressive system. Interesting, because you do have a motorcycle license, right, or a heavy lifting right. vehicle operator license. And, oh, very interesting. Yep. I think, yeah, I'm I'm into anything that's going to help keep us safer. I don't want to take somebody's guns away, although maybe that guy will call. But no, I I don't want to take anybody's <laughs> guns away. I don't want to take anybody's constitutional rights away. But I have rights as well. Uh, thank you for your call, and I'm so glad uh, that that man did not harm you, uh, and that uh, you can sleep better at night. Thank you. Um, let's go to Jim, who is listening on KBQ as well on line two. Hey, Jim, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Leslie. I was uh, hoping to say two things. One, when I checked the board in Hawaii and my military duty station, they had us register our firearms in that database, <clears throat> forgive me, 1992. So they've been doing this for a while, but now they're going to go federal. I salute them for it. The second thing I'd like to ask you, since you said your husband is a medical professional and you're connected to that community, could you please, I beg you, bring in a psychiatrist to explain what that guy's mental disorder is and how to help those people? I've got friends and family that act (laughs) like this. I don't don't know, but, you know, I got to tell you, there... There are a lot of people out there who, if they they either need to come off their meds, should be on meds, need to put down the Jack Daniels meds, um, or or maybe just get somebody uh, to talk to or do something. You know what? You know what do they say? Idle hands or idle minds of the devil's workshop. Um, you know, and and I I got to tell you, I come across a lot of these people, a lot of these people here in Southern California. I got to say. They say we're Obama derangement syndrome. Now it's going to turn into Hillary Clinton derangement syndrome. And I'm like, how do you help these people and say, listen, there's something you're not processing. I don't know if it's coming off of a certain news network. I'm not going to throw rocks at them since you appear on there. At least you're one of the sane voices that show up on there. But I, I, I just, is there any way we can help these people and say a, a, a series of words to help them realize you're not processing reality correctly? Well, you know something? It's interesting you say that because we are talking about guns in all seriousness. One of the ways we can help people, and I don't know if that man is, but people who do have any mental illness or imbalances by not giving them a gun. Because one of the problems when you look at the numbers statistically of gun use and victims in America, suicide is a big killer 
of people at the hands of a gun, their own, or somebody's in their family. Thank you for your call, and I hope you Thank you, Leslie. Thank, thank Have you. Have a good day. And you too. Bye-bye. Tom, let's go uh, to Tom, line three. Oh, Tom, Tom, we just lost you, Tom. Okay, pick up the phone and join us. Just a few minutes left. Let me share with what's going on in Twitter land. Um, oh, okay. So when Dilla tweets... How the Nazis used gun control. Well, let me let me explain something. What? You know, Donald Trump wants to ban Muslims and build a wall to stop Mexicans from coming here. He hasn't said a damn thing about taking away anybody's guns, and that would do enough. And by the way, Manzanar didn't have to do you know with guns. Uh, there 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 are plenty of there are plenty of racist, bigoted ways uh, that people can uh, implement what the Nazis did without taking away their guns. And also, if you also look at the stats, uh, the Jewish people in Germany hardly had. Any any guns. It's just not uh, very much a part of their culture. Uh, Greg uh, says, I don't want the federal government continuing to place stipulations on basic constitutional rights. Um, uh, Joe said, hey, Leslie, you did not mention illegal immigrant crimes against American citizens. Is that crime up or down? Got to look that up, Joe. Different topic. Leslie, wrong. Crime rates have fallen drastically, but except where gun laws are strict, violence is booming. That is not true. I know people love to look at Chicago. That's a city, not a state. If you look at Connecticut and Massachusetts, two states with some of the strictest gun control measures, the crime rate has not only gone down, that's a very low crime rate. Boston, where I'm from, has one of the lowest crime rates of a city uh, with a population of that size. Um, uh, and and uh, uh, let me, it's so funny. Can, somebody tweeted, hey, Twitter, did you know you can call the Leslie Marshall Show now at 888 888- <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Tyler says, what about car violence? Well, Tyler, funny you mentioned that. When you get a license, you're registered. When you get insurance, you're registered. Get a license plate, you're registered. And when you pulled over by a cop, you hand him your license registration, you're in a database. I already meant that. Meant, mentioned that, Tyler. 